Raph paid homage to the mecca of jiu-jitsu this weekend, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. You were at the World Jiu-Jitsu Expo. We are going to preview UFC 179 with some over-under. Kevin, but Raph, tell us everything I need you. Just don't skip any details. What was your favorite gi? That's the first thing. How are you? How are you doing? Have you picked the first question? No, tell me about the expo, just in detail. Tell me sweeping everything with specifics like coolest gi. Was there a Navy gi? Did you see a Navy gi that I need that I no. should buy? No. Okay. In fact, uh, here's the best part about the expo. Absolutely zero people asked about you, so that was great. Oh, well, I'm sure they <laughs> meant to. They just No, uh, no. People so were like, Raph, where's that other guy? And I was like, you mean Kevin? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I said, uh, he's not here. He's missing all of this. Yeah. And they said, are you going to tell him everything? I said, absolutely not. I'm going to tell him <laughs> a portion of what happened. I can't tell him about the moment where me and the people that make Storm Geese go for a chopper ride over L.A. and eat sushi. The store. I'm not going to talk about that. Booth was so sick. Oh, yeah? They it were was pretty colorful last so time. so sick. Um, did you see the photo I sent you about me in a gi? Yes, I did. What would you think of it? I thought you looked amazing. Thought you it was pretty good. sweet, right? You wear a gi. Yeah, you wear a gi well. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I just it, – okay, for those who don't know, I went to go visit the Fighters Market booth, and uh, it's fightersmarket.com. Very cool place. I love Fighters Market. I do a yeah. lot of strolling there. Yeah, it's good stuff. And uh, we were conversing, and they showed me the Andre Galvao uh, lion rash guard. Ooh. And we got the story of how that all came together, and I was in awe of it. And then they said, hey, do you want to look at uh, the Andre Galvao black E? And I said, yeah, sure. And I've seen photos of it, and I thought, like, yeah, it looks awesome. It looks cool. But it's like a gi that when you look at it the first time, you say, I'm never going to get this gi. So why should I even bother looking at it and finding out how cool it is? Absolutely. There would be no reason to. And then there was invitation to put it on. Oh, just to give it a little try. I mean, I assume that's what you're doing. You were just trying it on. But I didn't ask them to. They just kind of were like, do you want to try it on? And I said, uh, you know, this is a dangerous field because – if I put it on, some jiu-jitsu people are going to have to chase me down to get it back from me. <laughs> That's going to be the last time you see it. So is that how, how did it feel? How was oh, that? man, it was blissful. It, you know, you remember when we put on the Vulcans? I do. And I told you, I was like, no, Kev, I haven't tried it on yet. Maybe you got the wrong size. We got to go back and try and uh, make sure I'm getting the right size. Kev just goes, Raph, just put it on. <laughs> and it was like a tailored gi. And or a tailored tux or a tailored suit. Uh, so anyway, yeah. we got this really cool shot of me wearing it, and then just to really make me feel terrible, they're like, "Try on the gi pants," and I go, "No, oh, stop it, you no. guys! Come on!" I mean, I couldn't possibly. So I did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. But I mean, if I'm gonna find, I might as well. That's what you. Yeah. Uh, girl. I, this is like this is exactly like Clueless. Yeah, it, the music was playing. <laughs> well, it was the same. The dumb scene. part is, I explained to them last year all of the stuff that we ended up, uh, all the stuff we came back with from the Jiu Jitsu Expo last year. I explained to them how my fiance watched me and Kevin act the most schoolgirl like that we ever have in our entire life, which is saying something. Try. Oh, <laughs> there have been moments. Yeah. We're in front of a mirror. 
and this is exactly what we were saying to each other. Oh my god, you can pull that off. That gi this... and those gi pants, they totally go together. These are like pajamas. These are so comfortable. Should These I gis sleep are so in comfortable. this? I try, Raph, Raph, try the black and the blue. I just want <laughs> to see because I like the lines and the white lines. I think it'll <laughs> – It's absolutely what you said. I do remember you saying that. Like I went out and I was like, I don't know if I can pull off this one yeah. with this tan pie. It's very hard tan. to submit geese. All go together beautifully. They look great. So anyway, it was uh, it was great to, to try it on and uh, I told – the people who were with me, I was like, do me a favor, guys, make sure I don't walk away from here and steal it from them. And they did a good job. They they had to run me down a couple they times. They did a good job. They were very efficient. Yeah. So it was a good time, and uh, we have a really funny picture of me uh, inadvertently doing my best Andre Galvao face, like right behind it. They didn't do this on purpose. I just happened to be staring in a way that one does when they're wearing the ski, and it happened to look very much like Andre Galvao. I, I can't hide the resemblance yeah it was weird it was like the two of you went to the same barber specifically and it was like can you make our faces look similar <laughs> and i told him i was like you know funny story i actually uh just finished playing andre galvo in a recreation for around the mat which will be coming out very soon so plug for that <laughs> funny story as yep. you would mention yes so what was some cool stuff the pro league happened during there were tons of amazing seminars lined up what seemed like back to back to back to back to back. Yes. Did you audit any seminars? All of them this time, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, I yes. dropped in on – you know, okay, I'll say this. This is so great. I like the variety of seminars they have here because in one seminar, I watched the Mendes brothers teach you how to um, beer bolo your way into like – everything it was a great sweep that they were teaching but i'm looking at them like guys you're great don't get me wrong i'm never gonna do this like barabola like all the way to a, a successful career in web design if you follow the program exactly. strict enough yeah but i looked at them i was like guys this is so fucking badass i just wish i could do this but i never will do this so uh it was cool to watch them do that and uh watching them explain but of course uh, you know, then you get a, a wide variety of people. Latisa Ribeiro was actually teaching one of the coolest passes. It was so simple and effective, and there was a real science to it. And the way she explained it made it so good that everybody there was getting it. Um, and she was teaching with Henzo. And her and Henzo was like the best combination you could think of uh, just because he's telling stories. Uh, as to you know what may or may not happened at certain nightclubs uh, during the seminar, absolutely. And uh, at the same time, you know, giving great allegories about how it works in jiu-jitsu. And he's a master storyteller and master jiu-jitsu practitioner. So he's it was good to watch. Order. That. He is order, man. He's, yeah. he's he's a great order. But it's different because like we're not schlubs as orators, but like somebody asked her like, "Raf, you should just start doing a seminar here." And I was like, "Great, I could." I absolutely speak, but then when somebody asks what the technique is, I'm like, well, guys, my technique I'm about to show you is what's the fastest and most efficient way to tap out to a black belt? Everyone gather around, please. Here's, we're just going to start with a little reverse Ezekiel. See, it's from the back because that mm -hmm. just saves time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, I'm, I, this is my favorite seminar technique. It's called the how to sign a waiver. It's it, important. It's very important. One would argue. Um, you think you only do it once. Incorrect. Multiple times. 
Um, so anyway, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, other seminars uh, I got to check out. I got to see a little bit of Cyborg seminar. I Ooh. did John Jacques seminar, and here's a weird part about that. I've known and been instructed by people who have taken John Jacques courses or are current members of John Jacques affiliation. Yeah, you have um, strong ties up in. Yeah, John-Jock. like uh, I've you know two of the people who are very helpful to me in my jujitsu are Jean Jacques black belts. So. For me to have never actually taken a class or seen him in a seminar form, I was really excited. And you know when you get really excited, you get nervous. Like maybe it's not going to be a great seminar. That was impossible because Jean-Jacques maybe showed the widest range of stuff. And if you think he's only showing like old school kind of techniques, man, he's his game is so crazy well-rounded. Like some of the stuff he was showing was, was the kind of – modern stuff that you you look at that the young guys are doing that I was like, man, Jean-Jacques is the shit. So we got to also talk with him. So we got an interview with Jean-Jacques as well. It was really cool. We'll be putting that up on verbaltabcast.com and our YouTube page, your, your verbal tab, blah, 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 blah. Uh, youtube.com <laughs> backslash verbal tap. Uh, it's been a long weekend. What the fuck are you doing, Nick? <laughs> no, I'm a thousand percent with you. I'm in no question. <laughs> Not even remotely. Um, you got to see the IBJJF Pro series. Yeah, it, like, that was cool. Or Pro League, I'm sorry. Yes, the Pro League happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fun stuff watching those guys. Um, obviously, Keenan's so hot right now. You know, Kiko Reka should always have a booth with a, a Zoolander-like stage. Just mm-hmm. something that's worthy of a model with lights underneath it, I guess. That's just always highlighting Keenan when he's walking around. I think it sure. would really uptick sales. I think it's a win-win situation and uh, <laughs> I just want to see it. I want footage of it. Uh, I got a good interview with him as well. He, I'll give you a little preview. Uh, surprise, disappointed in his performance, even though he won, you know, <laughs> as one can be when they're really, really good and really, really ridiculously good at jujitsu. Didn't uh, submit him with a worm guard cross choke that we all know he was probably trying at one point. And guess what? Another preview. Do you think he talked worm guard with us? Just bland, take a guess. I hope he did, yes. Definitely did. There's definitely yeah. three minutes of him talking about worm guard with us. Absolutely. So if you like that, great. If not, don't worry. We talk about other stuff. But uh, it was really cool. Like uh, It was good to catch up with him. I like that Keenan walked over to me as he was uh, – Warming up. And I try not to bother people, but I just wanted to say hey and be like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, Raf. Um, hey, man, I saw uh, those videos you're doing. They're good, man. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Walks away. I was like, all right, good. I'm glad he likes them because we've definitely been making fun of him on those videos. Did he happen to say whether or not he found slightly gay or keen and funny or not? Kev, I didn't take just, the time to ask him. You know, it's about the specific jokes. Perspective. Kevin. Kevin. Not the pun. Yeah. He said those videos. He didn't say your recreation was funny. So <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's not, that's fine. It's not head of our best just, here. I just, if I were to I'm choose... specific when I say he's the best, I guess he just doesn't, you know, I feel, yeah, he's getting there. He's younger. I get it. It's... If anything, I'm pretty sure what he was really referring to when he yes. said your videos was the obviously great hosting capability by me on these Around the oh. Mat videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously. Uh, that makes sense. I the think so. You're doing. <laughs> Don't I? It's a hard <laughs> No. Anyway. I don't even remotely have a Keaton voice. It just turned into like a librarian. 
Well, the funny. I wish you could see the face because the face is really what sells it. I didn't tell him that I had an impression of him, and I didn't realize it until we got to dinner. And I was like, "Oh shit! I should have told him I do an impression of him now." But it's a kind of like look to the side and down. That's like hey, everybody with confidence. <laughs> every, well, I just kind of blink, but I also created like nine new moves in the time that I was blinking. But um, anyway, <laughs> now it's just kind of like really cool, and I guess I'm doing really quirky things. <laughs> yeah, so I'm that's. I'm going to go flip off something or not, but maybe mm-hmm. it's probably going to happen. Uh, but we should also talk about they had a whole bunch of super fights. Really disappointed. Uh, Kit Dale actually wasn't out there, what? so I didn't get to see him. I was looking forward to seeing him, but they had a great set of fights uh, highlighted by uh, they had Shellen versus Shembri, uh, which was cool to watch. And it, the thing that's fun to watch when they bring back these old school matches of people who really want to go for it is that everybody gets excited. So you see a lot of the guys from the new generation getting excited for people yeah. who they watched oh, in the yeah. same way that we watch the YouTube videos for now. And it's cool because when you are watching them do stuff, a simple sweep is supremely exciting. <laughs> like just looking at it, just because of the proficiency it takes to do it and knowing how well-matched they are. And, and I got to see them talking after the match and they were just like, friends and it's exactly what you want to see after you see a big uh, kind of showdown like that so it's really cool that is pretty awesome and i didn't i guess i'm sorry i didn't even know about i knew there were super fights but i thought maybe that's what they also meant by pro league because it was a lot of really high octane fighters uh pro league was just their their tournament that they had the next day um in addition they also i mean that's why there's so many things happening at the expo they also have in addition to that they had like a kids tournament they had a uh, adults tournament. I mean, they just everywhere you look, something was going on. Okay, and some other cool super fights. Yes, uh, we also had. Uh, I was really impressed uh, by Hops and Mora because there was a lot of back and forth. A lot of these guys were just really well matched in a lot of different ways. But uh, Hops and Mora got one of the the coolest clock chokes. And uh, I got an interview with him after that, so that was sick. Um, you know, the rest of the matches were cool in their own way, just really, really uh, tense matches. It's it's what happens when you get people who are really well-matched that it's hard to put on this display of, of craziness. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but there was some great jiu-jitsu and really technical and proficient stuff, so... AJ Agaram and uh, Bruno Fasado and uh, Augusto Mendes, Gianni Grippo, really like fun stuff. Like getting to watch them is really cool, but it's even more cool in this situation when they're just walking around and you can kind of like give them feedback or ask them questions. You can go up to them. They're very accessible. So it's really cool to get more specifics out of them as the actual event's going on. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's kind of badass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, go ahead. What other booths did you see? Last year, all the rage was Sweet Sweat. <laughs> um, I'm happy to say Sweet Sweat has re-entered my life via has the it? gym. Yes. Yeah. What happened? Oh, Scott and Andrew and their old shenanigans. <laughs> it happens. Got some Sweet Sweat. I think Rob was involved in that mix, too. Back in the gym. Um, there was also several Asais booths, mm-hmm. including... Several spots where you could obviously just try free samples. So we stayed well hydrated on frozen yogurt, I guess. This is what we call it. I don't know. No, please don't 
Please don't insult <laughs> don't the listeners who are... Don't say what we call it. Is that what you're... <laughs> yeah, like, acai is a really vital part of, like, people who will listen to things. I'm pretty sure if they were to do Q reports on us, they'd be like, well, what's their stance on acai? They like it? Okay, I'll listen to it. Okay. Well, if we have a negative stance towards acai, I think people will tune out listening to the show. Well, I love it, I guess. Is the... <laughs> Make that clear. <laughs> don't just be like, oh, they brought in acai, you, this paste... I guess that, you know, you use a kindergarten. It's amazing. And my skin has never felt better than after 48 hours of just that diet. But specifically, I love all the different gear booths, as we talked about. What type of booths? Same basic genres? They, you know, it was a little more clothing-based. Obviously, we had our our friend, uh, Nawaza, Travis Nawaza, and his booth. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Uh, so he was there. There was also Hayabusa that's there. Uh, we had some fun with them. We did an interview with them as well. Uh, there's a really cool set of people called Cauliflower Culture. Um, really cool clothing and apparel brand. The, with the guy behind it, we interviewed him as well, and he said they want to be and, – and keep this down. They want to be the Louis Vuitton of jiu-jitsu apparel and MMA apparel. So that's a that's an ambitious goal, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know. A, a thousand percent. I don't know what that means. I don't. But either, I am. But aren't I'm you fascinated by it? Riddled with intrigue. <laughs> uh, we ran into them. I mean, you know, Kev. The hard part is, you know, our nonsense. We just we get so excited when we're talking to new people. Um, I also met the guys behind Armbar Soap, Chad over there. He was cool. Had a really cool set of uh, discussions. They do, if you were wondering, Kevin, yes, they do have an acai-based soap that you can wear. perfect because I love it. I asked him, I'm like, wait, you have acai? Then what do you need all these other (laughs) – Why is it it in soap form? Why don't you put chocolate on it? Throw it this guy's direction. Somebody did say they're like – I, I did ask him. I was like, did somebody eat it or something? Like, are you ever afraid of that? And he told me a story about that in our interview. <laughs> fairly funny. Uh, we, were so, the, we were lost in the mountains. All we had was a case of soap. I don't think so, man. Although – ate it. Mine was a legit question though. Like people love acai so much in jiu-jitsu. Do you think they just kind of eat it? Because, you know, sometimes you get hungry. Sometimes. <laughs> Be like, does this have acai in it? And then give it all to me. <laughs> uh, we also see Acai Bowls, uh, who was there. That was really cool. Gameness was there through this form of uh, Gracie oh, yeah. Mag, the kind of combined booth as well. A uh, few energy drink kind of stuff. Uh, we talked yeah. to some folks over at Perps Magazine. Uh, you know, Kevin, the nice thing? Not as many For everyone accused of a year. crime? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real problem last <laughs> It was a real thing that we had to address. Like, that's what I knew on day one, that things were going okay. When I go, you know, not many people have called me fat today. Not so. 24 people have mentioned my weight as a factor of, like, polite discussion. So. Nope. Hey, and, you know, Kev, it was also kind of reminiscent of last year. Um, there was not as strange of a moment. Where somebody took off a shirt and was like, you don't even need that anymore. Because <laughs> I was expecting that. Like I was going back and, and watching some old videos and one of the videos I saw of you coming to do my early late night show was of me stopping the monologue 
that I do where I tell jokes about the news to just say one aside directly to Kevin that was like, there is a guy at the expo that none of you understand called jujitsu. And he just looked at another dude taking off a shirt and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't even need that, man. Look at <laughs> you. you. Look at that body. That. You don't even need that anymore. And I was like, that's to so put weird. on a rash guard and warm up. You don't even need that. And people laughed. That's how sincere your pain was. <laughs> it's, it was. It's just a confusion. We witnessed a crime. It was, dude, that guy was going to get killed. That was the weirdest. So, you know, reference back to our last one. But needless to say, we saw a guy say something very inappropriate to someone underage that does jiu-jitsu. <laughs> you didn't even need that. And then made eye contact with us and just left. It was like, just oh, God. very strange. Did I say that out loud? I'm out of here. Uh, so nothing like that happened. You didn't witness any potential website no, flares. No, 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 no. No big good. red flags there. Unfor- uh, wait, fortunately, unfortunately? I don't know. Because I guess the one thing is I was sad is I go, nothing that crazy happened that that was something I could tell on the talk show. Uh, so, instead, it was like normal stuff. Um, I will tell you this story. Uh, so this goes out to our friend Jordan. Uh, Jordan was like, just chilling there. He, I'm interviewing Jean-Jacques and you know, I'm getting through an interview and there's a lot of times when I'm doing interviews with people where they just kind of like sit and wait for me to finish talking so that they can get their picture. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, Oh, this guy wants to get a photo with Jean-Jacques. Let me go ahead and finish this interview. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Jean-Jacques. Oh my God. Thank you so much. He, he leaves. And I look at Jordan. I'm kind of like, dude, you're kind of missing your shot. Like, Go get your picture. John <laughs> Go get a picture with him. And uh, Jordan introduces himself to me. He's like, "Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm actually a big fan of the podcast, and he wants to take a picture with me." And I was like, "Dude, this is amazing. That's great." But John Jock no is way. right there. Like he's <laughs> really important. But first, get a picture with him. Trust me. Like if you like this podcast. Oh no, I want to go introduce you to him. Uh, so that was an awesome, uh, cool moment that Jordan we, we didn't say have. is the better looking talented portion of the show kevin here no no, no i mean no, i'll take did. a picture he with you like, Raph. i just he was like you know what um i'm actually taking a picture with the person who matters on the podcast <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. kevin can stay out in dc because no one cares That's, that sounds that doesn't sound like jordan just in my you don't know jordan opinion, you don't i don't know him. him i guess i don't i'm just <laughs> saying but i i had told people this that I, it wasn't until a little bit later that i realized i was like you know there's a lot of stories around the gym about John Jock and how cool he is. And he tells him in the gym every once in a while and, and the guys will retell him. And it's almost become like this lore, this legend that you hear every once in a while. And it was once we were out to dinner, I realized, you know what? I can't even be recognized without John Jock having a role in that too. Yeah. Like we no, realized that John Jock, like once he like patted me on the shoulders, it was like, all right. Now you were important. I was like, what? I'm even getting recognized after Sean Jack interviewed. Yay! <laughs> so that was really funny and cool. Uh, but to Jordan, thank you so much, man. It was cool to run into people like him who were coming up and saying what they've liked and what they haven't liked on the show. <laughs> uh, no, not, you know what? Nobody actually comes up and talks shit. They, they're all really, really happy and uh, they like what we're doing. So I was uh, told to forward that back to you. And it was really cool. I love getting that feedback. I love running into people and, and and talking to them whenever we get a chance. And I'm not accosting most of our jiu-jitsu athletes. But 
really that's one of the the biggest benefits you can get of the jiu-jitsu expo absolutely cool people all in a centralized location around like hey jiu-jitsu mecca that's what it is Mm -hmm. mecca for jiu-jitsu um final notes raf it sounds like an unbelievable time and big thanks on behalf of uh my side of this little endeavor to all of our friends that were out there i saw the pictures being posted and you guys having an amazing time it looked phenomenal but most of all jujitsu people it's just always funny to see the level of nerdiness we all share about that specific (laughs) fight part so just to see all the uh posts of different team members taking breaks and going and saying hi to all their sponsors it reminded me how many how fortunate we are to talk to so many high level guys that are out making waves in jujitsu final notes on the expo, my friend. I got a ton. You know, I'm going to do a few of these uh, shout-outs as well, but uh, I did want to specifically thank, huge thanks to Octavio and to Alex. Uh, they've covered stuff with me before, and uh, it's always a blast working with these two. You know, a- a major props to Alex. Alex actually did both EBI and both days of the Jiu-Jitsu Expo with me. Wow. And... Yeah, I know. That's a lot of time to have to spend yeah, with me. But Raf doesn't require sleep or rest. It's important <laughs> for people to know that. before. Yeah. Like, if you've ever worked for him, it's like, no, he really doesn't. He just keeps moving. <laughs> like a drone. And... <laughs> Sorry. Not a fucking drone. Uh, it was a, you, no, know, it was, you were working toward a compliment, and you just... No, it is a like, compliment. Like, it's not a compliment. Don't call me a fucking drone and expect me to be like, the thank world, you. go no problem. Nothing. You just you keep going. Motorhead. You know what happens to drones? Motorhead. What? Yeah, that. But they also fucking die. They like no. go somewhere to just. Come on. Not at all. Not at Read all. a newspaper. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> for me, I'm like looking at this, and uh, when you have two people who are really enthusiastic about jujitsu, uh, it's always it's always easier to work with, and. Uh, I like working with the two of those guys for, for very different reasons, but Octavio was killing it, doing great photos, doing great uh, camera work for me all around, and I like being able to shoot the shit with them before I do an interview. So, like, before we were talking with Keenan, I was asking him, I was like, you know, guys, it's kind of the end of the second day. What should I ask him? And they're just throwing everything at me, and I love when that happens because... Oh, that is I, cool. I love when I can just say, all right, guys... What do you want to know? Like, what are the things you want to know if you were talking to those people? And I got to give them both credit. They only screamed like little girls once <laughs> individually. Would you like to know the times? Yeah, I would, actually. As okay. a screamer, as a fellow girl. I had to explain to them. I was like, this is kind of normal, you guys. Last <laughs> I'm year, very, Kevin I'm very prepared went up to this. Carlos Condit. He didn't make words. I and breathing. I had to quickly... Insert myself into the conversation and go like, "Hi, Carlos Condit. Very nice to meet you. I'm normal. He's not. Listen He's to not. me and talk to me. He's fine. He's and Kevin, you know, you were still working on your first sentence as you were talking to him that whole time. You're like, and to I, this day, I'm still working on that. First I I'm not sure it's finished. Car- Carlos, I don't, I don't like you the last. Where... It only got worse when we when you introduced me to Jay Leno. It only got so That's much true. worse. Like, but over the here's the, of the catch week. about that is that after we finished the interview with Carlos Condit and Carlos walks away, I looked at Kevin. I go, "How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? What the fuck? You couldn't have done those <laughs> kind of sentence structures with no. this guy two seconds no. before. So anyway, 
<sighs> I digress. Worth noting, got there seconds beforehand. Just like we had arrived, and all of a sudden, Carlos got it's available, and I no, wasn't. That's I wasn't prepared. because I also told Octavio and Alex, I go, you know what I had to do before we did anything? I had to walk <laughs> Kevin around the facility once because I said he's going to lose it. His jujitsu nerdiness is going to take him into a place where he's going to be like, but but then they've got like mats. And then the, like, people and the geese and the stuff that I like. And I was like, I just have to take them around once. And then I'll get the idea. And you did. And then, Carlos, yeah, we ran into him first. But you had time. So don't act like that was a factor that was going to change anything. That's not how I remember it. Well, you don't remember <laughs> as much as I do. Absolutely as the one that willing to, to admit left. that. But willing here are the two that. moments. Two moments that they took away. Alex, the first day. He sees Jacare, and it's just like, ah! Ah! and I was like, what? He goes, I heard that. <laughs> I heard how I sounded, and uh, he went to go get a photo with him. Not once, but twice. <laughs> once during the, like, walk around, he's like, I couldn't help it. I was like, dude, I understand. We're all jiu-jitsu guys. And then the next day, he disappeared from the seminar for a second as it was transitioning from, like, Henzo and Jacare's seminar to the Mendez brothers. And I go, where'd Alex go? He comes back over and he goes, got another photo. Couldn't help it. Just happened. <laughs> All right. I hear you, man. Not a problem. And Alex, that was his moment. But Octavio, he did his much more quietly. He just comes up to me and he goes, Raph, I have something to admit to you. I was like, what is it? He goes, I saw Buchecha. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I, said, I just said, I was like, it's, you're good. Did you do that in front of him? He's like, yeah. I go, uh, he's so it's, tall. It's fine. He's so tall. And <laughs> Did he's you just... know he wears glasses? No <laughs> fucking way. No way. Somebody commented on one of his posts and said, whatever, hipster Buchecha because of his glasses. It was like, <laughs> you got a photo with hipster Buchecha. You know what? Let hipster me tell you something. Checha. Hipster Buchecha is a thousand times cooler than anybody you know, buddy. But uh, yeah, those guys worked really, really hard. Coolest. And, uh, yeah, hipster ever. Oh, like definitely top five coolest, most lethal. Like just you know, size cap. You know what a jujitsu hipster like uh, Vichicha sounds like? What? I could submit you if I wanted to, but like, psh, like <laughs> so plus a like whatever you know. I don't, I don't want to. Must I guess choke submitting so something. expected, so lame. Of course, you guys are just proving yourselves with your. Joint manipulations. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, it sounds like you had a perfect time. I did. It was great. There was nothing <laughs> I missing. did. What move are you trying in that picture you released where it looks like you're lasso guarding yourself into a back take? Like, what are you doing? I will tell you right now. Two things. One, you don't get the honor of knowing because you were not there at the seminar. And two... I don't remember. <laughs> you know, Kev, every time I'm looking for an opponent for over under Kevin, I'm I'm always thinking, who's gonna give you the most trouble 
No, that's the opposite of what you should be thinking. You should be thinking, who is the most obscure stoner I can find that doesn't have a fuck's worth of sense about UFC so I can win one? That would be No, nice. I mean, Kev, here's the bad part, is that stoners have enough time to do research, so I feel that really doesn't work to your advantage. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes we decide to, to pull from guests that we've enjoyed. This isn't the case here. We're actually called back our friend, Marcus Koval. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm good, guys. How are you all doing? Not bad. Marcus, I need to talk to you right up top and tell you one quick thing. Who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, I, I don't know. Depends on what, in what, in what in department, what on what topic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair question. My question being, who the fuck do you think you are starting a podcast of your own? What shit is this? Whoa. Wait. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, Kev. Podcast? That's how popular it is. Kevin doesn't even know it exists. But let is me tell about... you something, Marcus. What do you think it's about, Kevin? Well, Just what do you pe- think? I hope it's about people with sexy accents. Because if it's about MMA, that's a direct slap in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 It's it's not. It's about life, actually. It's more about life. It just happens to be MMA fighters <laughs> on the show. Oh, what? We get it. Message received, Koval. Whatever. Yes. Wow. It's, uh, I, I realized we actually wanted to uh, figure since you guys are getting so big that, you know, the best way of growing is through competition. They say, we'll figure, all right, let's, let's give them some competition. But, however, I've seen um, or listened, listened to and seen a lot of your podcasts. And this one where you did the breakdown of Metamoris, and that one is by far the best I've ever seen. And we can't compete with that one. <laughs> well... Well, there. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Take that. Uh, Though, Kevin I believe Marcus. he's referring to the one he was in, it sounds like, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't do a Metamorphs coverage with us, Kevin. Oh, I was thinking around the mat. I was going to compliment <laughs> yeah, his abs, but you know what? Rescinded. Not necessary <laughs> now. <laughs> Marcus, tell us a little bit about your podcast that people shouldn't listen to, or if they do, they should listen to after ours. Right, absolutely. It's uh, MMA Roundtable. It's actually an extension of MMA Net uh, Europe. Is that the name of it? MMA Is site. the name of it MMA Roundtable? Yeah. Oh, I just I'm lamenting back to your. It's it's about life. It just happens to have MMA fighters and MMA in the title. But go on, please. Right, but it's it's Roundtable. Is you know it's about life. Life is round. Um, <laughs> it, especially in the U.S., with eight to six percent of the population being obese. Or overweight. Not obese, but overweight. So life is round. Circle of life is round. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Before you really go on and you start attacking the U.S., I want to tell you something right now. If it wasn't for us being fucking fat, you wouldn't have a job. So you need to fucking keep that under control there, sir. Yeah, Mr. I'm fitness, fitness instructor, industry. Extraordinaire <laughs> yes. on the other line. Oh, it's sad that people are fat. Where? Cash and checks. Go on. Very good point. Very good point. Um, it's 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 more so about fighting MMA in the U.S. for for Scandinavian slash European audience. Uh, you know, not just UFC fighters, but you know, we had Tyron Way on there last week who um, just won the Bama title, defended his Bama title rather, and uh, we've had you know Chris Giorgos who's on this card that we're going to speak about in a minute. Actually, you know, he's been on there since he won the the RFA title and so we want to you know broadcast up and coming fighters that 
are either up and coming or still good fighters outside the UFC, but also bringing on fighters that might not even be a name or might not ever make it into the UFC, but at the, still, at the same time still have an interesting edge to the, to the fight game. All right. All right. That's cool. I, I respect it. I'm not so respectful of you pulling on uh, our good friend, Mac Danzing. The week that we were like, hey, Mac, good to meet you. Yeah, we should have you on. He's like, dude, I'd love to be on. And then I see him on your podcast, and I was like, Mac Danzing, you're dead to me. He told me, actually, that he was going to come on, and then I said, uh, you know, Raph loves me, right? And <laughs> uh, <laughs> pun intended as well. And and that's why maybe you haven't heard from him since. <laughs> Great. You did such a terrible job at hosting, which you normally do, that now he doesn't even want to go on podcasts anymore. Congratulations. <laughs> Ruined for all of us. But you know what? We didn't just bring you on, bust your chops, and give you shit for starting we your own should, podcast. Like, that's I mean, always. You know what? The game is totally secondary. We're fuck over under Kevin. It's just here to and, yell at you. Uh, Marcus is on for a little round of hate on Marcus. So look <laughs> out, everybody. It's so sad because like Marcus is being such a good guy. He was like so excited to be on here, and I was like, he has no idea how pissed I am at him. But you know what? Guys, that only fuels the fire. Marcus, are you ready to play over under Kevin? Uh, yes, real quick though. Are you available to come on our podcast next week? MMA roundtable. When? <laughs> I'm ready to go. Go. All right. That was oh, like about to say. I was like, yeah, let's amusing. I see mm-hmm. what he's doing. No, no, no. I, I got it. Shit. Here's the thing. That's why Kev, you never acknowledge it. You just go with it. Say yes, yes, and yes, yes, and mm-hmm. you just go with it. Yep, let's do it. All right, guys, let's go straight into the game of Over Under Kevin. And now it's time for another thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. Guys, I'm going to go over the rules. If you don't know what they are, they're very simple. Basically, I'm going to pick fights at random from this card. You have 15 seconds to say who you think is going to win. Then I will go to the other competitor. If I so feel it, I will give you 15 seconds of rebuttal time. Basically, that is how it works. Best out of how many fights there are on the card. Uh, Marcus, do you understand these rules? Yes. Great. Kev, do you understand these rules? Yeah, you might as well call these rules, I just curve stomp Marcus and UFC picks, and that's how mm-hmm. it's done. That would be a more I've never lost before. I just want to make sure you know that I've never lost at this game before. Well, they say every time you lose, you learn a lesson. And if that's true, I have learned a lot of lessons about how to kick your ass. I never played it before, but I've never lost at it before. (laughs) No. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and go straight into it. Uh, Let's start with our first fight. Kev, I'm going to have you lead off in the featherweight division. Darren Elkins versus Lucas Martins. 15 on the clock. Go. Well, first of all, the featherweight division. Let's hope a strong wind doesn't brusque out of Rio. I got to go with the damage, Darren Elkins, because he has douchey bangs, and those guys always come out swinging. Thank you. All right, Kevin. Don't you have bangs? That's not. Yeah, of course I do. How do you think I know? We're a vicious species. We can't see shit. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Marcus, what do you think? Are the bangs really a determining factor in this fight, and who do you have going? 15, go. Oh, no, Lucas Martins win this fight. I have no idea why, just I know that he will be Elkins because he was picked by Kevin. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, that is a very good statistic that you were yeah, on right t- there. Not a terrible strategy. A lot of <laughs> good, good ones, sir. just picking the opposite of what Kevin has. Kevin, Plus, I think, feel... 
Hmm. I, I was just going to add, I, I think Lucas Martins is the native Brazilian in this because it's Mineiro, and I it just sounds Portuguese. So if you just pick an all-Brazilian team, one for one. All right, Kev, <laughs> do you feel like uh, Marcus is being a little too early in this fight? Just kind of – is he throwing the, the fight right now for you just to try and make being... you feel better? I think he's being a real douche, if that's what you're asking. I think it hurt. <laughs> I think he could choose a less offensive strategy for picking fights. But, you know, I'm just the champion. Okay, uh, let's stop here. You're obviously not the champion. But, Marcus, 15 seconds on the clock. Why isn't Kevin the champion? Why isn't Kevin the cha- champion? No, yeah. I, I am the champion because I'm undefeated. How can someone call themselves the, the, the champ when they haven't met me? <laughs> You know, I don't know the answer to that question. That's a great question. Um, but let's continue this going on to our next fight in the lightweight division. It's Yan Carbell versus Naoki Katani, and this is going straight over to Marcus. Marcus, 15 on the clock, go. I think Yan Carbell will win this fight just because he looks a lot like someone that would beat someone called Katani. Over now, Katani has a bunch of fights. I'm with Cabal on this one. Okay. Kev, what do you think? 15, okay, go. Okay, hold on. I'm with him, and here's why it's Jan Cabral. Because he looks exactly like the perfect merger of Loyota Machida and Jeff <laughs> Muscaratolo, a friend of ours. But he looks like mini Loyota Machida. Wait. He Kev, looks like mini Machida. Kevin, <laughs> you just made a reference to a friend that you and I know and that our, all of our listeners, all 12 of them, have no clue exists. No, they have. As soon as they pull up his UFC profile, they're going to be like, oh my God, it's fucking miniature Loyoto Machida with a weird tattoo. Like, he looks identical. This is so mean that, like, all of these people are going to rush to our friend Jeff's page to look him up. <laughs> and he's going to get all this unnecessary traffic from MMA fans. Uh, I'm posting that tomorrow. I might do it tonight. I think that's genius. Uh, Marcus, how does it feel to hear a reference that neither of us get? Uh, it's amazing. Those are the best kinds. I feel lost, like always, and I feel at home. I'd lost. <laughs> That's so wonderfully uh, Swedish uh, passive aggressive. Like what are you reading? Quotes out of Jason Statham's greatest hits. Is that not what it, exactly <laughs> what it sounds like? That's all of Marcus Koval's one-liners. Hold on, they're hold hard on. to uh, follow, but they're inspiring. I love them. Marcus, can you do me a favor? Um, I gave you some earmuffs. Do you mind putting them on for just a, a quick second? Oh, yeah. They're on already. Oh, great. Thank you. Kev, what the fuck, dude? Why are you complimenting him? Well, was the Jason Statham thing a compliment or an insult? No, it is. Everybody loves Jason Statham. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I thought that was an insult. I thought we were no, always right. kind of dumb. Everybody loves fucking shit. Jason Statham. That's, you know what? thousand percent oh. my bad, Raph. I'm going to turn the serious meter back on. Let's do. Let's go with the game. You think this is a game? Come <laughs> now on, I can't tell easy. who's talking. Don't yeah, do I it because I'm going to get confused <laughs> about who's running this game. All right. All right. Fair enough. Marcus, you're back <laughs> here. Um, let's go to our next fight, which is Gilbert Burns versus Christos Giganos. Marcus, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a very good pronunciation of Christos Giagos, even though most Americans would pronounce it Giagos. You couldn't even pronounce it like a bad American, um, who's from Systems Training Center, actually, in Hawthorne, California, uh, systemstrainingcenter.com. And therefore, there's no chance in hell this Gilberto Burns, which, uh, by the way, he's Brazilian. His name is Gilbert Burns. That's an American name. That's a phony. That's Christos Giorgos will knock him out within three rounds. It will not go past three rounds this fight. 
can I stop you here for a second? I don't think it can go past three rounds. Um, I know. Marcus, um, do you feel you're biased in this one? Are we allowed to discount your vote on this? Uh, I am definitely biased, but um, Christos Giorgos is the real deal, and Giorgos is a real threat, but unfortunately he will see his first loss come Saturday night, October 25th, to Christos Giorgos from Systems Training Center. All right, all right, if you say so. Kev, what do you think about all this? 15 on the clock, go. I was about to take Gilbert Dorinho Burns. Mm -hmm. I did not realize Christos Hiagos trained with Systems Training Center. I've trained with some of those guys. I don't want anything to do with voting against <laughs> that type of lineage. But, but Kev, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kev. Do huh. do we really want to give Marcus credit for having a good gym? Like, aren't you legally bound to take the opposite to like give Marcus that much shit? Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. I had a quick moment of weakness. Let's okay. go. But Gilbert Dorinho Burns, nine and zero. Fight it. <laughs> Now, having said I'm that, texting uh, Christos as we speak to let him there's know. No need to, there's to no let need him to know that. that you guys are going with Barnes. No, 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 no. Hold on here, Marcus. You didn't see where I was going with this, Marcus. Did you hear that shit that Kevin was talking about, Christos, over here though? Like that's oh. some real deep <laughs> shit. Yeah, I uh, hope you guys can make it down to systems uh, anytime soon again. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Free private, in fact. Free private. Yeah, I so, know. When they take you out back and you don't make it into the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Kevin, what happened to your face? Like, I was just traded with Christos. <laughs> I'm fine. I fell into a doorknob. Let's put it this times. way. I, I am a objective moderator, but Kev, I feel really bad for your pick on this one. Rip dude, too. I'm yep. a little nervous. Just from All right, let's go to our next fight before Marcus texts uh, Christos to come find me where I live, which is not too far from them. Uh, our next fight coming up is going to start off with Kevin. You're going to do this one. It's Scott Jorgensen versus Wilson Reese. Scott Jorgensen, Young Guns is his nickname, has one of the most terrifying looks on his face I've ever seen. So I'm picking him because I've got to hear him talk in a post-fight interview. Got to hear it. Okay, okay. Uh, Marcus, where do you stand on this? 15 on the clock, go. I hate saying that I'm, I'm with Kevin on this one. Scott Jorgensen at 125. He's a monster at 135. Um, I, I think he'll be a monster at 125. Plus, he has a horrible mustache. That mustache has got to win. <laughs> Wait, is a horrible mustache a bad deterrent? As a fighter, you know these sort of things. Do you do you lose power or gain power with facial hair? Uh, you do gain power. Okay. The uglier, the better. Oh, okay. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Well, I don't think there's any debate here, so why don't we just go to our next fight? Because it sounds like you two are just going to, like, lot each other for your wonderful picks that you both <laughs> think that you made. Uh, let's go to our next fight, which is Felipe Arantes versus Andre Feely. Uh, Marcus, let's start with you on this. You know, I got to go with Andre because he's got his best nickname in the game, Touchy. Andre Touchy Feely. And he's yeah. a cool kid and he's very talented. I'm going with Mr. Feely. Okay, Kev, uh, are you afraid of Touchy Feely here? Uh, no. So Felipe Arantes has a classic oversized word tattoo that stretches from his bicep down his chest, followed by the exact opposite font on the other side. That's going to be really confusing for Andre Feely because he's going to see one side, he's going to look bigger. 
that can be disorienting. Okay. Felipe's going to knock him out as he mm. does 38% of the time. Okay, okay. But Marcus, do you think that's disorienting? Is is that something that Kevin's just kind of making up in terms of analysis here? What? Uh, there's some truth to it, but more so because it's not, it's somewhat skewed, it also weighs him down and it's not centered. And and thus, mm-hmm. it's very hard for him to gain the maximum core strength that you want in a fight. And, <laughs> and uh, that's how you go down. I love when any time someone in the fitness world says core strength, I think Max it's the funniest up. fucking thing. Like, you can literally have any problem in the world. It's like, I have cancer. Ooh, you didn't work on your core strength enough. Ooh, core strength. <laughs> mm, poor core strength. Come on Sorry. down to maximum core strength. Mark <laughs> uh, All right, all right, all right, guys. I, I kind of hear what you're putting down here. All right, all right. Let's go to our next fight, which is... In the light heavyweight competition category, it is Glover Teixeira versus Phil Davis. Kev, you lead us off. 15, go. Never been a big fan of the Mittens Teixeira. I'm going to go with Phil, Mr. Wonderful Davis, in a breakout performance. I think it's past Teixeira's time. I think Phil Davis is going to overlap with a big knockout. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, no, Marcus. I hear it. I hear it. Do it, Marcus. Break his heart. Do it. this is this is if it was a draw up until this point, this is where I win. Just on that, based on that alone, <laughs> and and I need I can't do this in fifteen seconds, but I'll try just because this is how superior Glovertex Zero is. His punching power, his wrestling, which is very underrated, and his high level jujitsu. First of all, Phil Davis won't get past his punches, and we know that Phil Davis doesn't like to get hit. He won't be able to take Glovertex Zero down because he's so big and strong. Plus, even even if he does. Brothers, jiu-jitsu is so good, there's no way Phil will be down there. He might even get submitted, but I think Phil Davis is going to get knocked out. You know, Marcus, I've never done this before. I've never let somebody have the period of two 15-second increments. Uh, But you were were so passionate about that. Um, It was so true. (laughs) It's a fact. It was a hashtag fact. Let's just remember how fervent Mr. Kowal was here about this fight. So when I'm right, it's all that more destructive to his spirit. Mm. Mm. Okay. Kev, like, do you want to walk any of that shit talking back, though? Do you concede that there is a possibility that Glover at least wins this? Uh, Yes, there's obviously. It's MMA. It's the fourth versus sixth fighter, and they're in the 205 dangerous division. It's going to be a good fight, but Glover Teixeira did not look good in his last fight. I don't think he's going to look good in this fight. Okay. Okay, Marcus, any closing thoughts on that? No, I just Saturday night, just take a look. And then I, I hate to say I told you so, but I can tell you now already, I told you so. <laughs> so you don't hate it. Like, you're willing to come to terms with that hatred. So just oh, long enough fine. To down, so. <laughs> okay, let's go to our next fight. Marcus, you're going to start us off on this one. It is Fabricio Camos versus Tony Martin. Go, 15 on the clock. Uh... Tony Martin, based on absolutely nothing, just because, come on, it's, it's, I like him, it's a good guy, but I just think Tony Martin will win it. But you don't like him that much, enough to vote for him, yeah? No, I just, I, I don't, I always think that he performs to the level that he can, and I also see Tony Martin's eyes, it looks like a serial killer, and I'm scared he's going to listen to this podcast and come after me, even win or lose. Don't worry, we're going to hashtag him after hashtag fact, so we'll take care of all the bases. Kev, I've got 15 on the clock. Are you afraid of Tony Martin as well? Uh, 
No, because Tony Martin also looks like he should be the fourth or fifth fiddle on a boy band. I mean, Tony Martin, pretty effeminate name. Fabricio Marango Camos, the hometown favorite, assuming. Big assumption. I don't know that. I'm going to go with him to win okay. in his native Rio. Fair enough. Mouth of um, God or something. Like, Marcus, when you say these things and you put things out on Front Street, are you ever afraid that somebody like Tony Martin is just going to come after you now that you called him a serial killer? Do you think he is a serial killer? And does that weigh into your opinion of if you ever vote for a fighter? Uh, he usually doesn't, but his eyes are staring at me as we speak, and I'm moving, I'm looking at my phone, and as I move the phone, his eyes keep following me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think that's pretty definitive. Unless, Kevin, would you like to make any final notes about serial killers and fights? He's actually not wrong about the whole eyes following you thing. It's happening yeah. to me now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to go to the next fight. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. Next fight is lightweight category. Kevin, you're going to lead us off on this. Carlos Diego Fiera versus Benil Darush. Go. I'm going to go with Darush, and I'm really hoping – I'm just praying they accidentally call him the douche. That's why I'm oh, going with Benil on, completely for it. It's going to happen. That's you a, know it's going to happen. There's the going to be a lot of languages flying around. It's a good one. Uh, good. Okay. Uh, Marcus, do you have any other better reason, like any reason uh, for analysis on this fight? 15, go. Uh, I know Benel very well. I've trained with him. We've won the same card. And I'm going to tell him that Kevin called him the douche. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying that's accidentally what's going to get said. Damn it. He looks he looks like a violent dude, too. <laughs> like, Marcus's greatest asset on this is knowing he, more than half of the fighters and just yeah. texting while we're talking right now. Oh, he fought on the same card as me. Uh, yeah, we hear you. We know that's a you terrible do. impression, Kevin. I am offended. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's really, really bad. Um, All right. All right. I I feel about that. Okay. Let's say you didn't train with Benil Darush, Marcus. Would that change any of your opinion here? Uh, Yes. Just because if I didn't train with him, I wouldn't, or haven't had trained with him, I wouldn't know much about him. He's a quiet guy. And then I would have looked at the records and Carlos too. Even though both of them, even though, you know, Carlos is is a home time. Hometown favorite or from Brazil, I would have just gone with him for being Brazilian. But I know how good Benel um, is, so I'm, I'm definitely going with the Rouge. Okay, okay, Kev, have you trained with Carlos Fiera yet? Not yet. No. Okay, we so you have nothing to base us on that now. No, we once were in line at the same carnival, I think. Oh, that's I sweet. Good for you guys. All right, let's go to our next fight. Next fight, Marcus, you're going to do this one and start it off for us. It is William Macharo versus Neil Magny. Go. Uh, Can I – I have to go first on this one? Yeah, you do. (laughs) Why? Okay, William Macaro. Macario. (laughs) Macarena. That's how well I know both of these guys. I'm going with Macarena because it's a Brazilian song and – William is from there. Wow. And, um, yeah. I would, you know, I want to fact check to see if it's a Brazilian song. I'm not sure that it is. But, I don't uh, think it is. <laughs> I just know that anybody check. from 1996 wants to really do that fact checking. So, uh, Kev, what do you have on this one? Leave it to the audience. Hey, tweet us. Let us yeah. know. Fact check that, please, if you're listening to your computer. Uh, I've watched the Ultimate Fighter Raf, mm-hmm. including the one seventeen. 
where our man Neil Magny was. I'm pretty sure, right? That was the right year. Keep going. All right, that's what I'm picking. Fuck You're it. just picking Neil Magny. I'm not going to be based off of 90s pop hits that are still very fun to dance to. I'm basing yeah. mine off of hardcore reality television. Kev, are you also baiting uh, any of this? Are you, are you trying to get Marcus to pick the next couple of last remaining fights off of 90s uh, hits? That would be amazing. <laughs> just uh, Are you trying to tell Marcus, uh, baby, don't hurt me. I... Don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> That's a good song. I might be. Yeah, that's a good Maybe. song. You can't yeah. get enough of that one. That's good. The kids love it. Um, all right. Fair enough. I think we've exhausted that one. Marcus, it's about this time I like to tell people. I hope in the back of your mind you're thinking of a wager because that's exactly what we do at the end of all of this. There will be a bet. Ah, and I know you guys at Systems are good at doing bets because you do them on practically everything. Is this correct? Yes. How often yes. do you guys bet? And what's the dumbest bet you guys have done at Systems? You know what? We've done a lot of dumb bets, but it's one that is very outstanding and I would never do again. And that was me and Mr. Christos Giorgos actually had an eating competition. Uh, we started at 8 o'clock in the morning and we finished about 2 a.m. Because both of us are very stubborn and very competitive. And we calculated that we ate well over 10,000 calories in a day. I went to bed <laughs> that night sweating, my heart beating, and I felt awful and i have a new one respect for beast people that takes skills and i'm not talking like, me- like mediocrely obese i'm talking more morbidly obese we're talking five six hundred pounds do you know how much work it takes to eat like that that was the dumbest bet i've ever taken christos one um and i was i will never do that again yeah, obese people if you're Keeping a log here, uh, plus one, minus one on the Marcus chart. <laughs> plus one, make fun of you. Minus one, I respect you. Uh, but hey, don't forget systems training order out in Hawthorne. You can go trade there. And oh, become plus less one, that tip about core strength. Ooh, yeah, that. yeah, plus yeah. One. Good job. Maybe, yeah, we're still You can positive. have a strong core and be fat. <laughs> plus two there it is um you know kevin uh are you intimidated by this have you thought about what you want to wager you always have the like advantage thinking of what you can wager these people yes yeah okay yeah i've absolutely thought about what i want to wager all right all right good enough all right kev you're actually going to lead us off on this next fight which is in the light heavyweight category yeah sure why not it is fabio maldano versus han stringer go Fabio Maldonado. Um, I have a pretty strong. I take Maldonado um, because he is a beefy specimen. Like he's a big ass dude. Seventy three. I'm going with Maldonado. Beefy specimen. <laughs> I don't know Everybody. why. It, I was just beefy looking for him and <laughs> specimen. <laughs> That got really weird for a minute. I just want to make sure we halt the podcast to make sure we mark it properly. Uh, Marcus, do you have other insight other than uh, picking a beefy specimen? I think if you do that, you win this fight. But let's go ahead and see what happens. Go ahead. You said it. This is what you deserve, you dick. Don't tell me not to say it when I just point out what idiotic things you say. Go ahead next, Marcus. 15, go. I, I I honestly this one I'm not sure of. I think this might be my downfall. Hard stringer. I'm not a big fan. Maldonado's cool, but he's been knocked out. He can get knocked out again. Uh, hard stringer, I guess. 
Okay, guys, are we overlooking the fact? Isn't Hans Stringer like the villain in Die Hard? Definitely. <laughs> is, that, is that what he is? He was definitely know. his bodyguard in that movie. He's in there. He's they, definitely in that movie. Yeah. Um, I love that everybody has a very precise feeling on this fight. So I think that's uh, all the more reason to go to our final fight. And in this one, you will have actually 23 seconds to voice your opinion for the championship bout between Jose Aldo and Chad Mendes. Let us start with Kevin. 23 on the clock, go. Look, I'm I'm a psychopath that's known to occasionally overindulge in substance abuse, and I'm not crazy enough to pick against Jose Aldo until someone even comes remotely close to beating him. He's going to put Chad Mendes on the fence, he's going to hurt his legs, he's going to knock him out. I'm guessing somewhere around the fourth round because he always plays with him in the third and most of the late second. Okay. All right. Uh, Marcus, do you think that Chad Mendes will – create an upset here or will it be no way Jose hmm? you know what that was a, a very good uh, analysis by Kevin and I agree with that analysis and I think he's very right I don't think Alpha Male has yet another man in the stable to be a lead Brazilian so I'm going with Jose Aldo as well okay okay I like this he's from Alpha Male mm. that's where he trains Chad Mendes yeah, Chad Mendes is another alpha male guy. That's interesting. They do have the, uh, you know, TJ Dillashaw with the other You'll have to so. apologize uh, for yourself, Kevin, here on this one. I'm sorry, though, Marcus. Uh, Kevin does an MMA podcast with me occasionally. I'm on a little bit of cold medicine. Some facts slip from my head. I think that happens to everyone. Kev, how do you usually get It can be hard to track where people trade. Okay, fair enough. Marcus, are you excited for this fight? Do you have – I mean, obviously, you've got systems representing there with Christos. But are you excited for this card now that we've gone all the way through it? I'm only excited, really excited. I love watching Giselle, though. I think he's a great fighter. I'm excited to see – uh, Darush as well, obviously, but none of those fights, all of the fights combined don't compare to Christos's fight. And I honestly, honestly believe, not just because it's from Systems Training Center.com in Hawthorne, uh, but I also know how talented he is, such a raw talent. He's the most athletic guy I've ever met in my life. Wow, that's amazing. If you don't believe me, don't believe me, go just YouTube his name. Just watch him skateboard. Watch him go do parkour which he has a video up there on as well he's so damn athletic and he's so uh you know in his last fight in Tachi palace he's so he held the rfa title and, and the Tachi palace belt when he won the Tachi palace belt he as a blue belt as a blue belt submitted with um uh a black belt with a triangle sick I will say this though. We're going to start doing this, Kevin. And I've I've really wanted to throw this question out to people. I know the suggested price for low definition on this pay-per-view is 44.99 high definition, 54.99 I believe. Uh yeah. if you take away, the, you know, take away Christos on this pay-per-view card, how much would you yeah. be willing to pay for this? Uh I hate paying for fights. I've seen so many damn fights. Uh $23, maybe 23 23 Okay, 23 Kevin, how much would you pay to see this pay-per-view? I'm 25. I'm up 25, 25, maybe 30. 
If I Jesus really didn't want to get to a bar, I'm you're, being honest. I know, I'm but you're honest. just, it's almost like, there's no way that this actually works. It's not like Price is Right rules where you just go no. over a couple dollars over Marcus and you just go like, ha, 30, did it. Th- you pay 30 okay. if I was really trying to like experience the fight. Fair enough. All right, Marcus, here before we get the uh, stakes that are going to be up for this edition of Over Under Kevin, I want to ask you, what will be the performance uh, recipients of the night. So there's usually two performance of the night recipients, and then who will also get the fight of the night? Go. I think uh, fight of the night will be Jose Aldo, just because it's Jose Aldo and it's in his hometown and or well, home country. I don't know, I think it's his hometown actually. Uh, and then I think submission of the night will go to Darush, and I think knockout of the night might go to Christos Giorgos. I will tell you this, Marcus, no, uh, you, you've watched so, so many fights. So, so many fights. We're a fighter yourself, and yet don't know that they don't give out submission to knock it of the night. Interesting. No, but you know what I mean. It's performance of the <laughs> night, but it's still a knockout of the night and the submission of the night. It was just a way yeah, for them to always. be able to... No, it's just a way Marcus, for the don't UFC... don't feel bad. I forgot Chad Mendes trained for Alpha Male. We all make our mistakes. <laughs> we just, you know... The audience they, wants you to admit it. It hasn't so been that long since they changed it from submission. No, and I know. And, and I, that would be a perfectly reasonable excuse. The host of their own MMA talk show would forget a detail like that. He's, he's the host of MMA Square Table. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> mm. Guys, join but him what, next week on MMA what's Square me have to say, <laughs> watch, watch me having to say, I told you so twice, anime. Because usually it's still, it's still a submission and a knockout. And I know DeRouche is going to win by submission. And I know, I, I think Christos will knock him out. And thus, there will be two performances of the night. And one of them is a submission and one of them is a knockout. Marcus, don't you ever goddamn use the thus at me. <laughs> and his Never first promise, that. I guess, That's was the Teixeira thing. For yeah, I know. Track yeah, home. I know. Whew. All right, Kevin. Um, who do you have uh, performance? I guess just say a submission or a knockout because whatever. That's a thing now, right? No, I'm going to stick with uh, the two performance of the night and oh, one fight you. of the night. Um, performance of the night, Texera. Okay. I'm going to hedge my bet a little bit. And Elkins, uh, fight of the night, Aldo Mendez. Okay. All right. Good enough, Marcus. Really stepping out on a ledge there. Yeah, can I, can I just predicting... point something out? Can I just point yeah. something out? How he said, how he said, Glover. He didn't say <laughs> he didn't say who he picked, which was Phil Davis. He said Glover. Yeah, Marcus, I was hedging my bet. He said hedging his bets, and Sherlock. Marcus, you have to understand. I don't like that his... when Kevin decides he's going to lose. He decides to really go for it because he has <laughs> lost on tiebreakers before, and this will be our tiebreaker should it come down to yeah. it. Yeah. I play the game with a strategy that has never worked, but that has never stopped me from evolving that strategy more comprehensively. You know what, Marcus? It's never worked, but it's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did Albert me. Einstein say? I don't uh, know. I wouldn't something about trying doing the same thing over and over again. Oh, something that, that about the definition of smart. insanity. Yeah. Something about not being smart. <laughs> I, something about being smart. Again, the only kind of insight that you can get listening to That's MMA Square Rectangle. Yeah. Uh, with Marcus Goval. Check out the. Uh... Marcus, let me ask you this. What are your 
what are your betting terms here? What what do you have for us? It, it, monetary is not it's not fun. Um, no, so also it it's not something. a possibility with me and Kevin. But you are betting Kevin on something. What are you betting him here? Uh, if you win, if you win, uh, you will get a thirty minutes private with me. <laughs> Genius. Value to six hundred eighty nine dollars. <laughs> That's a very specific value. Is that in uh, I like it or in U.S. dollars? I was gonna say because Swedish dollars are very different. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're very different. They're so different they don't exist. Um, <laughs> euros. Okay. Okay. Kev. Uh, oh wait. I'm sorry. No, Marcus. It sounds like you had a contingency on if you lost, though. Or I'm sorry, if you won. No, no. If I if I lost, that's what you get. That's okay. what I would okay. get. I'm just making sure that was all you were putting out there. You didn't have a, a the opposite contingency then. Do I get to choose that? I thought that was him giving me what. I don't know. Sometimes I'm crazy. Okay, Sometimes in that case, I want a left on. Yeah, I want a left on. <laughs> Even though the value would only be six dollars, but that's how sure I am. First of all, I have given lap dances before, and I have never walked away with less than forty-five dollars. <laughs> I just want that publicly stated. The details not important. Kev, what do you I was also that? contemplating the idea of a power minute with Jack Daniels. What's and a power minute? A, a shot every ten seconds, six shots in a minute. Well, here's Fuck the problem, me. Kevin. Here's yeah. the thing. And then you Marcus, kill it with a beer. But that's I will just... say this, Kevin. Marcus does not drink. Oh, good to know. Okay. So let's not do that. Explains why well, you know, so you know what? As I'm sure I am too. I'm not. I can't do a minute. I can do thirty seconds. Um, but you know what? That's how sure I am that I'll do a thirty second power half a minute or half a power minute. All right. Now here's the it. thing, Marcus. I don't want you to do it, but if you are gonna supersede me trying to get you out of this, then it's gonna be a minute. Because even if you don't drink, you can make it through thirty seconds, but a minute will hurt you. And I think that's what we're going for. Can we, can we, can we, does it have to be Jack Daniels? Can we do like no. sea breeze or something? Cider? <laughs> no. no. Kool Aid also would be a really best, light version. His best bottle of pucker is going <laughs> to come at you, Kevin. Don't worry. Well, I'm also, I'm thinking of other ideas. Okay. I'm just okay. sitting back here on the uh, power scale. Um, the other one I still haven't gotten anyone to really commit to yet, and I'm super pissed, is like a multiple part social media gift of some kind such as yeah <laughs> me. this is the worst listen all right i like marcus's of doing a private instructional uh i think that's a great one uh kevin what do you have for him if he happened to win then oh that was my other thing i'm sorry i had one you have to make a concession into a camera and then get someone at your gym to throw you. So, for example, I would say, let's just, let's suspend all reality and say I lost. I would have to then say into the camera, Marcus Koval is the superior man and picker and obviously martial artist. And then one of my teammates would throw me on camera. And that would be your gift. Can I choose to throw? Absolutely, you can choose the throw. Game. Bet is on. All right. Private for a camera. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think we I'll even like shout out team. whatever you want. If it wants to be like come down to Systems Trading Center so you don't get thrown like this. No, okay. This is like this it. is a this is a tough bet because I don't know if you know this, but Marcus is a master of plugging things. If you didn't hear a systems training center thrown in five times into this podcast whoa, already. Whoa. I, I wanna point out that I don't just advertise systems training center dot com in Hawthorne. I I can throw in Grace <laughs> Bahia and Cino in there for you as well if mm-hmm. you want. GBNCino dot com. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Kevin, so when you offer to throw out any references to things you might want, it's going to be a yeah. five-minute video by the time you get finished <laughs> mentioning and all the shit he's plugged Another in. thing that Marcus does in his podcast, is there a list? Can someone write down all of them? So I've got them <laughs> in a succinct line. <laughs> what was the last one? Well, I'll say this, Marcus. So This is what we'll do. Um this weekend, we'll we'll keep a running tally, and then next weekend, we'll have you back on and announce live, or not live, but, you know, tape live that we do on live to tape, on who won this installment of Over Under Kevin. Yeah? I like it. Sweet. Marcus, I want to thank you for taking time to goof around with us. Obviously, you're doing great work with your podcast. It's really cool stuff, and I'm glad to see you doing that, man. You were talking about doing it, and uh, I like what you're doing so far. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So you watched it. I like it. Yeah, of course. I was like, I wasn't going to put you on our podcast unless I knew what I was getting into here. I was like, hmm, this motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's asking okay questions here. Yeah, all right. Also yeah, very awesome. easy on the eyes. MMA have you, seen the, have you seen the last one, the one with Kevin Casey and Taylor Ware talking I've, about the Morris Five and everything else? I have not seen that yet, and I am actually super excited to. Uh, it's been all – Jiu-Jitsu Expo'd out for the past few weeks of getting ready for it and doing videos and what. I like him. Well, Marcus, you are the best as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Koval of Systems Trading Center. Oh, I still can't do your accent. But of Systems Trading Center, of course, your badass Grace Jim and Sino, and uh, check him out on the MMA Roundtable. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Always a fun podcast when uh, Jason Statham stops by to get his ass kicked by me. You don't even, like, the fact that you would insult Jason Statham with that nonsense is i find it personally like an insult but i know that a lot of our listeners are, are way more in uproar than i am he is a purple belt <laughs> wait i just won i just wanted football <laughs> that's so fucking sick i was I, you know i've been sitting here i told you i thought you were going what to you said it doesn't matter but what is happening is that i just tuned out kevin for like 10 minutes on the podcast, so I apologize if it's not good. But I tuned him out for 10 minutes and was just talking about whatever I wanted to talk about. And uh, things are working out for me. Yeah, by <laughs> about 3.7 points. Yep. Thank God uh, Brown is the real deal out there in Steeler Nation. So all I was saying is that I obviously beat the living hell out of Marcus Kowal. Thank you for telling me about the World Jiu-Jitsu Expo. This one sounds just as amazing. And, I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, and maybe they could offer to fly me out next time. It's not a big deal. Nobody missed you. I hope you know that. Like, like yeah. no, zero I mean, people missed you. 
but if that was the idea of me. No, 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 no. They were like, no, man, no. you know what this expo needs more of? A white guy who looks homeless. So <laughs> we're Does like, anyone have any homeless-looking white friends in the building that they could invite? <laughs> it's so uh, funny because I was like, what did I put? There were so many jokes that I kept looking around at people. Oh, fuck, are they recalling it? No, they can't do that. Maybe I'm not going to win. Let's find out. Anyway, that's way more important. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Apparently, there was a penalty on the field. That's so this is going to be great leadership. Hey, that fantasy league none of us give a shit about? Well, that was awesome radio when you ripped on rap for five minutes. Oh, I hope you do lose just because, you know, I'm tired of getting my ass kicked in that league. Kevin complains but about think, things he does not understand. He does not understand. But I think you're going to be fine. I think you got plenty of game left. I think I got a little bit of. <laughs> I got a little bit of give left. I'm really all right. Uh, big thanks to Marcus Koval for stopping by. Losing. It's time for some shout outs. I'll go first because obviously mine are going to be a little quicker. But once again, big shout out to the fam. Tons of fun hanging out with them. Guys at Checkmat down in Austin gave me another good no geese session this week. Always appreciate it. That's Brazilian awesome. What did you learn in factory there? that I need to keep working on cardio? No, we were actually uh, doing some really cool transition work, um, specifically side control, um, like uh, not side control, half guard to leg attacks, which was nice. Okay, really cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, can't wait, can't emphasize this enough to get back to training Wednesday night out at BJJ and MMA Academy in Chantilly, Virginia, ready to put the gi on, get some fights in, miss it, been on the road a lot recently, and BJJ Finder, the world's premier jiu-jitsu site locator, plug in your zip code, find gyms near you, review them. One-stop shop for finding jiu-jitsu schools. That is going to do it for me, Rafa Sparza. Putting a little attitude in your direction as you whip off your 30-item list. Where do I begin? Where do I even begin, Kevin? Um, gameness? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you just throwing shots in the dark. Uh, I don't know. Jesus, man. I don't know. You know, there were so many great moments that happened uh, throughout the weekend. I think it would be wrong not to start off by thanking uh, our good friend, Henzo Gracie, who really went out of his way to to be cool with us and to make sure that we were taken care of. Um, during a seminar, Henzo and I talked for a second. He was just like, everything good? Everything got taken care of? And I was like, everything's good, man. Thank you for checking in. Uh, we have an interview, like I said, that will go up with him. That's really cool. He taught not one but two great seminars. And uh, he definitely taught me something that will surprise a couple people. So I'm expecting to go and train and do those sorts of things. And that will be a lot of fun. Uh, my thanks also to Buchecha. I got a great conversation with him as well. Uh, he's funny. You know, he, he doesn't – he's a little shyer, but he doesn't always get to show how – hilarious he can be but he's he's a funny guy uh got to see cyborg again who's always cool we got a, a really uh, huge jujitsu crush i know me, so you would love cyborg. it and you would have loved can't get enough of his too. game can't get enough of his game yeah uh gave us some cool insight about what his thoughts are about 
what he wants to do in 2015 might surprise you. Might Ooh. not. I don't know. Uh, Keenan, Keenan Cornelius, of course. Uh, always fun so to chat with right him. Now. So hot right now. Always so hot right now. <laughs> it's really funny because <laughs> do I, they know that was us? Do they know that was us? Um, we've traded. Does the rest right. of the community do that? I we say, should have that. I will say we I have that. seen it in forums. Now just used flippantly as if we did not do it. Uh, that was us. But let's be very clear here, people. Everybody knows that was us. If you're a fan of this show and have been on for a while, you know it's us. And we're not going to call you out on it because we have too much dignity and it's also a really petty thing to do. But you know it's us. So, yeah, you're welcome, Keenan, for that. I don't know. I didn't once reference it in the, the interview with him because I was just like, he's probably heard it so much. But also like, meh. <laughs> uh, also i want to give uh thanks to both the esteema brothers i got to interview them as well uh at different times got some really i think you could just call them the esteemas can you i think you have to call everybody the brothers though isn't that a thing oh okay yeah but i mean they're the only esteemas but like you can i mean you could say esteem is what squared. a stupid thing to halt your point about sorry yeah sorry to retract it's it. not the first time so i'm kind of used to it at this point <laughs> uh thanks to them they're really cool to talk with uh again uh i'll tell you something man <laughs> is Braulio is uh he's kind of like got a comedy side that he could be doing on the side no way yeah he, he's funny man He's he's funny and then very engaging and then very uh like loose. He actually was like the master of the ceremonies on uh on Saturday night for the super fights and I oh, got that's to, awesome. I got to ask him how that all came about in the interview and he was he had a pretty good story about that. So my right. thanks to to the brothers Estima, if you would. <laughs> uh our buddies over at Gameness, I wanna thank you guys again. That's so cool. You guys are so great. Um Friends over at Jits Magazine. We got to actually uh, see them in person again because they live in fucking Canada, which is too far. But uh, we actually uh, – they gave me a copy, a, a physical copy of my my article I did with them. And it was really cool to see in print and they got some great photos. Great issue, guys. Jits Magazine issue 15 with uh, Henzo on the cover and my article with Hickson, which uh, a lot of people were saying very nice things about. So thank you guys for that. And uh, my thanks to Hickson and Tony over at the JJGF. Uh, Really cool. Also got to run into Tony as well. But the guys at Jits Magazine hung out a lot with them. And let me tell you this, Kevin. uh, Their publisher slash managing editor, Dave, Dave Menses, it was like the first day. We kind of had some dead time on the first day. You know how everything goes on all at once and then it's like hurry up, hurry up and wait? Yeah. Yeah, hurry up and wait. And we're just kind of, you know, shooting the shit. And at the end of the day, we're at dinner and he just goes, wow, Raph, I really wish that, like, we had gone to roll. Like, it would have been cool. We should have rolled. And I was like, dude, we were doing nothing for that time. Why did you just tell me? He's like, I don't know. I didn't think about it. (laughs) And so the next day, I'm like, you see me and you'd want to roll. Just, like, let me know. And then, like, after one of the seminars, there's a transition period, and he just looks at me, and he just comes straight at me. And I was like, yep, that's fine. I accept this. Let's do it. 100%. <laughs> and so I got to train a little bit with him, and that was a blast. So my thanks to him and Matt. Um, good guys, good magazine. I can't say enough good stuff. And uh, I think there may be another article coming out soon. 
Ew. So uh, look for me to be once again ruining their magazine with uh, my words and whatnot. So thanks to them. Uh, thanks to the guys at Armbar Soap. Awesome, Chad. Great people. Cauliflower culture. Good stuff. I do like their their T-shirts. They actually hooked me up with one, and I will be sporting it proudly, you guys. Uh, Helia Gracie, who wrote a new book about Carlos Gracie. Not only is it a really cool and interesting thing, but we got to talk with her, got an interview with her, got an interview with the good folks over at Hayabusa. Like, so many great things. Uh, I also, just our friends, Jen Perez and Blanca Garcia, loved running into them as well. And, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to a certain 27-time world champion that I ran into. It's always a good time when you get to speak with Master Hanato Laranja. And Kev, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you know, dude. Only one 27-timer. Yeah. Um, I definitely told him about what Vinny said in our last podcast. No, you didn't. And uh, I don't. You know, I don't want to start shit between the two of them, but uh, we would never want to do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, but especially since one of them's so dangerous and the other one's a fictional character. Uh, but either way, uh, I didn't know you thought that Vinny was a fictional character. That's no, I'm just I'm not saying Vinny is unreal. I'm just saying he books a lot of fights. He might not be human. That's what okay, might just be a figment of our jujitsu magic. I just kept, I don't definitely put saw us you in the middle of this. So. Whatever. Hey, great news by the way, Raph. Mm. Just off the hot wire, you did win. Oh, no. I'm uh, the the touchdown got called back, but he caught 50 yards field goal. Raf somehow makes up the points anyway. Unbelievable. That's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. Shout out to Antonio Brown, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. And go fuck your Antonio Brown shout out. I have been trying to trade for him so much like I have Calvin Johnson and AJ fucking ring you're destroying me